This is the five minute focus for September 26th, 2022. The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. The five-minute focus is a look ahead to the next couple hours of podcasting. Also, a great opportunity for you to help the show thrive by hitting the share button on your podcast app. Later this week, we have a great big announcement coming up about this podcast. God has been so good to bring us together, and there's something else coming. We'll talk about it later this week. I just want to give you a heads up on that. Hour one. I hear this a lot uh, about kids who end up getting conned into having their bodies mutilated and, um, you know, chemically and surgically mutilated because of the lie of transgenderism. I hear people say, I blame the parents. Well, when you're dealing with a bunch of mangalas, it's really, really important to understand how captured and corrupt these institutions are and what they do to parents. We ensure that the patient is capable of making uh, fully informed decisions on their own. They're the age of majority. However, for a lot of our younger patients, um, again, if they are 16, 17 here at Vanderbilt, um, if they have been on testosterone, have a parental consent, um, we're able to do a lot of the top surgeries for those patients. Yeah, there's stuff they did for younger kids. And she said the age of majority. Um, that's from Vanderbilt University, who went and disappeared their entire website, all of it, after Matt Walsh's team found this material. You'll have heard from Chloe Cole, or, uh, Chloe Cole on our program. You'll hear her voice. You'll recognize it. She was a little kid when she got cons into the gender jacking phenomena. Her parents got rolled. This is how they do it to parents. I was only 12 years old when I told my parents that I was a boy. Like many parents in that situation, they didn't have a clue what to do. They were scared and desperate for answers. They wanted what every parent wants for their child, for me to be okay and thrive. At 13 years old, on the advice of so-called medical professionals, I was put on puberty-blocking medication. And only a month later, I was given my first testosterone injection. The gender clinic presented my parents with with the classic false dichotomy regarding children with gender dysphoria. Would you rather have a dead daughter or a living son? (laughs) Given these options, what loving parent wouldn't choose to transition their child? Gender jackers like Vanderbilt and Children's Hospital in Seattle and around the country and Mary Bridge. Gender jackers pressure parents. They pull them into rooms. They sit them down and say, this is the most important decision you're ever going to make. You will decide right now if your kids commit suicide or lives. You have to decide right now. You need to go back into that room. You need to affirm who they are. Why do these institutions do this? Starting in January 1st of 2017, according to the Affordable Care Act, insurance carriers are mandated to cover medical expenses for trans folks. Um, Some of our BUMC financial folks in in October of 2016, starting a couple years ago, put down some 
cost of how much money we think each patient would bring in, and this is only including top surgery, this isn't including any bottom surgery, and um, it's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. It's also a lot of damage, and they're mangalas. They're mangalas. But why don't doctors speak out? Say that you're not going to do something because of your conscientious, because of your religious beliefs, is not without consequences. And, and it should not be without consequences. And I just want to put that out there. We are given enormous, if you don't want to do this kind of work, don't work at Vanderbilt. So hour two, we'll explore this in great depth. You'll know more about it after this hour of broadcasting that maybe you're going to want to know. I should say podcasting, I'm an old radio guy. Hour two, once upon a time in America, well, we were a nation of laws and they were meted out somewhat evenly. In fact, pretty evenly after we went through some real battles to try to get equal rights. That's, that's just escaping us. This is the voice of a, of a man, a grown man who decided apparently to run down a teenage boy and kill him because he didn't like his right wing politics. I have a life and a house and things that I don't exactly want to see, you know, go by the wayside. Family that are very important to me. Yeah, yeah he's out on bail. $50,000 bail. Remember, Dr. Simone Gold was put in prison for six weeks for giving a speech in the Capitol. She was allowed in by cops. A grandma with cancer is still in jail because she walked around in the Capitol. And the figurehead is done saying, oh, let's be nice to each other. We're having a Democratic rally. We're making real progress. We passed the Inflation Reduction Act to bring down costs, the bipartisan infrastructure law to rebuild America. The American Rescue Plan to bring our economy back and so much more. But the extreme MAGA Republicans want to take it all back. You know, they're talking about cutting Social Security. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The extreme MAGA Republicans. He's back to that even after we, after we get another political murder. And on the topic of Jan 6, equal laws, right? Equal for everybody, right? Thomas Massey, Representative Massey, incidentally, said, accept the election results. Yeah, he was on that side of things. Doesn't stop him from asking questions about January 6th and a certain fella. I find it odd that you all are defending one of the people who assaulted the Capitol. Defending who? Ray Epps. I, I, I literally have no idea what you're talking about. That's you, the resolution. Okay, well, I'll reclaim my time here. That is Jamie Raskin, an election denier. A Democrat election denier. Has no idea who Ray Epps is. Has never heard of him. I wonder if he's heard of Congress people having their phones seized by the FBI. Just weeks ago, the FBI was unleashed on a former president of the United States and other political adversaries of the Biden administration. A member of Congress's cell phone. What about this feature debate clause in the Constitution? A member of Congress's cell phone was, was taken by the FBI against his will. will. This is as wrong as it gets. Taxpayers deserve to know the full truth about how justice is being administered in the United States. That's why this resolution before us is so important. Indeed, and so what do we do? Where do we turn? Well, you know me, we turn to the Bible, we turn to God Almighty. What is he telling us? I can't speak for God, but biblically, I think he's telling us something very, very clear. I think he's torn down a curtain and we're looking upon the nakedness of corruption. 
So what do we do? Thank you, Lord, for tearing down the curtain. Now, will you guide us into what we should do?